Yes, 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 yes. Welcome to another interesting episode of All Things Basketball Podcast. And of course, I'm your host, Coach Luke. How's everybody doing out there in basketball land today? Well, all right, I hope you're doing good because I sure am. And we're getting ready to get into another interesting episode, people. Episode 32. Episode 32, The New Wave. Episode 32, people, The New Wave. And I think you know what I'm talking about after watching all those Summer League games and seeing a lot of the new faces and the new talent that's coming in the NBA. And if you love the NBA, you just got to really, really be excited, people. I tell you that. Well, let's get into episode 32, New Wave. But before we get into episode 32, we got to tap in. We got to pay the bills, baby. Tap in. Tap in All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'll follow you. Tap in All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit that email button, leave your information, and I'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people. All Things Basketball Podcast is for you. Let's go. Well, all right, now let's get into this episode 32, people. All right, the first first situation up to deck is the Utah Jazz. Coming out of that Utah Jazz building, Donovan Mitchell has made strides in getting involved with Mike Conley, his new teammate, to work out this summer. He really said he wants to get to know, uh, pick Mike Conley's brain because Mike Conley has been a consummate pro for many, many years. And that's a good thing for Donovan Mitchell, to have a strong veteran mind in that locker room to help him along the way. Donovan Mitchell's been in the league, I think, maybe three, four years. No, three years, actually. And, and you know, it all it's always a good thing when you have a veteran, a strong veteran like Mike Conley, a very consistent veteran that will show you the way and keep you uh, as far as longevity in the league. You know, longevity isn't given to everybody in any sport. And you have to do certain things to get that longevity as far as working out, you know, taking care of your body, eating right, you know, getting the proper sleep. So, you know, not only will Mike Conley be a, a strong assistance to Donovan Mitchell and the rest of those young guys in the Utah building, but he'll be a strong assistance to the coaching staff. He's been a veteran. He's seen it all. He's been around the league. I mean, well, he's been around the league, but, I mean, he's only played for the Memphis Grizzlies. But he's basically seen it all, people. I tell you, he's seen it all. And so that's great news that Donovan Mitchell is really embracing Mike Conley and working out with him, getting ready for the upcoming season. I mean, the Utah Jazz are going to be a phenomenal team this year. And I tell you, a lot of people are sleeping on these this team. This is a sleeper, people. The Utah Jazz have a lot in the tank, and they're deep. They have a, a strong starting five, and they also have a strong bench. And so you're going to have to pay attention to those Utah Jazz coming up in the upcoming season. And, you know, one thing that I say is, you know, they got the two-time defensive player of the year, Rudy Gobert. And so that's a staple right there, and it starts right there. But coming out of the Utah building, reciting that Donovan Mitchell has embraced veteran Mike Conley, and those two have been working out together ever since Mike Conley came over from the Memphis Grizzlies via trade. 
And that's a beautiful, beautiful thing, man. It's very beautiful when two players start to help each other and make each other better and improve each other's games. And it's just a great, great thing. The Spurs, the San Antonio Spurs. Now, we haven't talked about the San Antonio Spurs a lot recently, people, because as you know, in free agency, um, they really didn't make any moves. Now, the Spurs are a small market team. Even though the Spurs are a small market team, they've had a whole lot of success, and they've hoisted a lot of banners and won a lot of championship rings. And so just because they're a small market team doesn't mean that they're not effective. And, of course, they arguably got the top coach in the league, Greg Popovich, Coach Pop. And, you know, you have a, you have a nucleus of, of great veterans over there that you never can sleep on. All right, and so the, the San Antonio Spurs are always going to be sniffing around that championship. They're always going to be sniffing around a championship, people. I tell you that. They're going to have a lot of good players, and so they're going to have a veteran-laden team, and so you can't sleep on them at all. Now, did they do anything major in free agency? No. They didn't do major situations in free agency. But what's going on now is that San Antonio is targeting the trade deadline. All right? So one opportunity went by them as far as free agency. But the San Antonio Spurs are now putting their eyes on the trade deadline, which is February 7th, all right, 2020. And so they're trying to shore up everything so they'll be able to make some moves by the trade deadline. And guess what? They might make a move before the trade deadline. From what Coach Luke is understanding, they already had a few conversations with one Carmelo Anthony. And, of course, you know Coach Luke spoke about Carmelo Anthony. That's one of my guys, man. And that would be a great fit for him to go to the San Antonio Spurs. But we don't know that whether that will happen. It's just a little conversation going on between Melo and the San Antonio Spurs. But we kind of got off because what we're talking about is that the San Antonio Spurs will be targeting free agency, uh, not free agency, excuse me, the trade deadline. And like I said, the trade deadline is the beginning of next year, February 7th. And so at that point, they'll really be trying to make moves in the new year, actually, of 2020, January going into the trade deadline. And so that's what they're gearing themselves up in the San Antonio building. Because as you know, they really didn't do much in free agency. And, you know, they almost had Marquise Morris, but he turned around and came to my New York Knicks, and I'm happy about that. But, again, that's what's happening out of the San Antonio building. They are more focused on the trade deadline. And, of course, if they see a trade during the season before the trade deadline, I think San Antonio will make a move. Because I tell you, people, the West is thick. The West is thick, and San Antonio does not want to be left behind. All right. Once again, tap in, baby. Tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'll follow you. Tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and I'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people. All Things Basketball Podcast is for you. Let's go. Well, we got news coming out of Toronto. It's been pretty quiet since that bad, bad man, Kawhi Leonard, 
left the Toronto building. All right. But I tell you what, as long as Messiah Jury is there and general manager Mike Webster, the Toronto Raptors, the defending champions will be okay, people. Right now, they're probably licking their chops because they lost a phenomenal player in that man, Kawhi Lennon. But I tell you what, you still got a guy like Pascal Siakam. You still got Serge Ibaka. You know, you still got Kyle Lowry, all right? Still got Fred Van Vliet, all right? And I'm going to tell you something about uh, uh, a few other players. I was watching this young man who was the, the, the G League MVP. Now, you know Coach Luke mentioned him a few podcasts back in my podcast. Uh, his name is Chris Boucher. Chris Boucher is a phenomenal player, people. And, of course, he will be bumped up. He was bumped up for the playoffs. He, he And when I say bumped up, he was moved up to the Toronto Raptors from the 905 for the NBA playoffs. So he has a ring. He's a championship baller. But this guy is phenomenal. And I'm pretty sure, just remember that name, Chris Brochet, he will be playing in the Toronto Raptors uniform. And not only playing, he's going to get minutes. And so you got to realize that when, when great players leave, there's other players coming up. There's always somebody that's there that's going to take your spot. Now, will they be as good as a Kawhi Leonard? Maybe not, or maybe they will. You just never know, all right? These are young players, and again, Toronto, a lot of people are saying that the Toronto Raptors are in a rebuilding stage. I don't think so. They really have too many veterans to start saying rebuilding. They have a lot of veterans, and they have guys that have hoisted the trophy this year. And so coming out of the Toronto building, it's been quiet. Uh, has been stated is a statement, but I tell you what, they're in good hands. Like I said, with Messiah Jury, all right, and and General Manager uh, Mike Webster, they're gonna be okay. The Toronto Raptors are gonna be all right, and even the team that they have right now, they are a playoff team in the East. They're a playoff team in the East, people. With the team that the Toronto Raptors have right now, they are a playoff team in the East. Now, will they hoist the trophy or have an opportunity to hoist the trophy? Well, when you're in the playoffs, you always have that opportunity. But just thinking, you know, from Coach Luke's eyes, I don't think they have enough this upcoming season. Barring a big trade somewhere along the way, I don't think the Toronto Raptors have enough to hoist the trophy. But I tell you what, they just finished hoisting the trophy. And I tell you, when you call somebody the defending champions, it really sounds good. And so they're still sipping on the, the wine and champagne from the victory in June. And so, you know, no one should feel sorry for the Toronto Raptors because they're still an excellent team. Giannis Attentacupo, phenomenal baller, man. League MVP, all right? The league's MVP. And it was well-deserved. Congratulations to Giannis Antetokounmpo, all right? And from what I understand, the Milwaukee Bucks has just signed his brother uh, to the team. And so, you know, Giannis is just enjoying the fruits of his labor right now, doing a little promotion, going around to the to, uh, the Milwaukee Brewers um, baseball games and, and being seen and, and, you know, shaking hands and thanking people 
for a great season. And he sure did have a great season, man. Giannis is some ball player, I'll tell you that. But what when he had his interview, uh, Giannis stated um, he does not want to be called the MVP. He does not want to be called the MVP anymore because he wants to channel his energy and focus on the upcoming season. And I think that's great by Giannis. I mean, he doesn't want to sip the tea too long. He wants to get back in the gym, blood, sweat, and tears, and try to hoist a trophy other than the MVP. Giannis wants that championship trophy. They got very close. They went to the Eastern Conference Finals. And I mean, when you look at it, they lost to the defending champion, Toronto Raptors. So, of course, most of the people in Milwaukee are saying, wow, if we were to beat Toronto, man, we would have beat Golden State. But it really doesn't happen like that. It really doesn't happen like that. It's situations and matchups. But you can't help but think they let one go. You know, they were up 2-0 to the Toronto Raptors, the defending champions. And by all intents and purposes, they should have tried to put the nail in the coffin. But I tell you what, that's when Kawhi stepped it up. He's been there, done it before. Now, uh, to Giannis' credit, he's never been in that position. But I tell you, Kawhi was, has been in that position with the San Antonio Spurs on several occasions. And so unfamiliar ground can sometimes get the best of you. But I tell you what, it's a learning experience for Giannis. And so Giannis is stating out of the Milwaukee building, he does not want to be called the MVP anymore. It's the season is over. He hoisted that MVP trophy. MVP trophy, and now he wants to turn his sights to the upcoming season and perform at a high, high level. And that's wonderful for Giannis Antetokounmpo. He's a baller, man, and he doesn't want to sit down. He wants to continue to improve and get better and better and better. And so he doesn't want to be called MVP. He just wants to be called Giannis and so that he can perform and get, get his team further and further, and this year he says he wants to hoist the NBA trophy, the NBA um, um, championship trophy, and they've got a shot, people. The Milwaukee Bucks really got a shot, you know. They re-signed um, Chris Middleton, all right. They've got still got Robin Lopez, all right, and so they've got a shot. Eric Bledsoe, they've got a good shot. Now, they've lost some good players, They've really lost some good players off that bench, all right? All right? And so, you know, you, you know you're going to have to fill those voids. But I'm going to tell you, they're still one of the front runners in the Eastern Conference. Milwaukee Bucks are still one of the East, uh, front runners, excuse me, in the Eastern Conference. And, of course, Coach of the Year Mike Budenholzer is no slouch. He's an excellent, excellent coach. And so you're really going to have to watch Milwaukee moving forward. But coming out of the Milwaukee area, once again, Giannis Antetokounmpo, the league MVP, does not want to be called the MVP. He just wants to be called Giannis. Well, all right. Once again, tap in. Tap in All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Tap in All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get back to you. Download, share, like. Download. Come on, people. All Things Basketball Podcast is for you. Let's go. Yes, indeed. We're still moving on, people. All Things Basketball Podcast, transcending up. 
And guess what? If you want to be a sponsor on the All Things Basketball Podcast show or you want ads for your business, guess what? Hit me up on All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram, all right? And also hit me up on All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you hit me up on Facebook, you hit the email button and leave your information and I'll get right back to you. If you want to be a sponsor or if you want to have ads to your company on the show. All right, let's keep this episode, episode 32, New Wave Moving Forward, all right? Tyreek Evans, sad, sad situation for Mr. Tyreek Evans. An excellent ball player, you know, just had a lot of misfortune as far as staying clean, all right? And, and you know, I don't like to focus on Tyreek Evans because this has been something that's happened in the history of all sports, but and it's also happened in, in in the history of the NBA. All right, you've had players that have been banned. You've had players that have uh, uh you know been banned for life and and things of that nature. All right, I think the NBA does a good job as far as imagery is concerned because what they're calling Tyreek Evans is disqualified indefinitely. He's disqualified indefinitely. Well, you know that kind of that kind of puts a a cleaner spin on the situation. Other than saying, "Listen, Mr. Tariq Evans, you're banned for life." So, what Tariq Evans, from what we're understanding, Tariq Evans is taking the league to court to try to get reinstated. All right, he's trying to get reinstated because the only livelihood that Tariq Evans knows about is the game of basketball, and he's in his prime. And so they're trying to get him reinstated. His representation is working hard through the judicial system to try to get Tariq Evans reinstated. Well, I'll tell you what, it's going to be hard to get Tariq Evans, excuse me, reinstated, all right? There's been some issues with Tariq Evans in the past already, all right? And he's been forewarned about these type of situations uh, are failing uh, the drug tests and the drug policies, okay? And they, even there's been a few incidents where they kind of shrugged away or pushed it away or kind of pushed it aside and continued to let Tyreek Evans ball at a high, high level, all right? And so you can't keep turning a blind eye to these type of things, people. Everybody deserves to be on the same playing field. And if all of the other players can keep themselves clean and healthy and perform at a high, high level. Well, when it's time for you to take a drug test, Tyreek Evans, then you have to pass that drug test or you pay the consequences. And I mean, you know, I hope Coach Lucas is sounding too harsh, but this is an opportunity of a lifetime. To play in the NBA is an opportunity of a lifetime. And so why would you blow it? Why would you blow your whole career all right, with a a failed drug test. Why? It it just, I don't know. It just boggles my mind. But everybody is not the same. And so, again, like I said, I'm not going to totally get on Tyreek Evans about it, but I just think, you know, there's so many guys that want to play in the NBA, people. So many guys that want to play professionally in the NBA. So many guys that don't even get the opportunity, all right? So many guys that get close, all right? They get very close, inches close. 
you know, like Coach Lou, and don't get that chance. And so when you got the opportunity and get the chance, you need to cherish it. You really need to cherish it and take it very, very serious. And so that's what's going on with one Tyreek Evans. He is taking the NBA and the NBA Players Association to court to try to get himself reinstated before the upcoming season. And again, like Coach Luke said, it's going to be very hard for Tariq Evans to get reinstated. I mean, it's going to get it's going to be very hard because I believe he was already uh, in the league and he was being tested once a week already. And so, once you get to a point where they're testing you once a week, you're in the danger zone. You're really in the danger zone, people. But I do wish one Tariq Evans all of the best. I think right now for Tariq Evans, it's about life. He has to handle life better, you know, and I, and you know, coach Luke is not a life coach. I'm a basketball coach, but I can clearly see that this has been going on with Tariq Evans and he's only 30 years old. And so he, this has clearly been going on with Tariq Evans for years right now. And he really has to handle life. All right. Now, no one's going to tell him not to try to fight for his livelihood. He has every right. Any and everybody has a right to fight, all right, especially in the court of law. But I believe, Coach Luke believes, he needs to handle life first. Why does this keep happening over and over again? And then maybe he can get back to performing at a high, high level. Just a serious waste of talent, and it really saddens me. You know, it really saddens Coach Luke. It's really something else. Well, once again, people, tap in. Tap in All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'll follow you. Tap in All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button. All right? Leave your information and I'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people. All Things Basketball Podcast is for you. Let's go. All right, we got that WNBA recap. And you know Coach Luke really gets excited when we get to that WNBA, baby. Because I love it, love it, love it. I really love the WNBA. Liberty, let's go. (laughs) Well, we only had two games. And actually, one game is still in the fourth quarter as we're doing the show. All right? And the game that's still going on right now is uh, the Phoenix Mercury and the Dallas Wings. Okay, it's the end of the third quarter. And the score is 49-43. The game is actually still going on. All right? The Dallas Wings and the Phoenix Mercury. Phoenix is winning 49-43. All right? We have uh, um, another game that is finished already. That was also today, all right, the Atlanta Dream against the Chicago Sky, all right? The Chicago Sky 77 and the Atlanta Dream 76, okay? And so now we have, um, tonight we have a game at 8 o'clock, the defending champion, Seattle Storm, all right? They play the, um, they play the Minnesota Lynx. Sorry about that. They play the Minnesota Lynx at 8 o'clock tonight. And so that's going to be an excellent game. 
that's going to be a very good game because both teams are playing some ball, people. All right, and that WNBA is is really pushing hard. All right, and don't forget July twenty seventh, the WNBA All Star Game. All right, but I think the weekend of the twenty fifth, you're going to have all kind of festivities going on in that Vegas area, man. And of course, the Las Vegas Ace are the hosts. And like I said before. DJ Liz Cabbage will be on the ones and twos. <laughs> I never knew that Liz Cabbage was this multi-talented. She's a DJ also. Phenomenal. Love it, love it, love it. But I tell you what, you know, the whole weekend is going to be phenomenal. Now, of course, all things basketball podcast, we won't be able to attend uh, the WNBA All-Star festivities this year. But I guarantee you, we've written it down for next year, and we will be in the building for the WNBA uh, All-Star Weekend. And rest assured of that. All right. So now we're going to stick with the WNBA. All right. And it's some news, but it's news that, of course, Coach Luke never really likes to relay. All right. Now, Natasha Howard of the Seattle defending champion, Seattle Storm, was arrested this past, uh, uh, well, she was arrested Monday for uh, domestic violence against her wife, all right? And so, you know, one of the things that we want to talk about here, All Things Basketball Podcast, there's been a rising issue. There's been a very rising issue in the WNBA as far as domestic violence has been concerned. I think we have at least six or seven open domestic violence cases in the WNBA. Now, of course, Coach Luke is not, uh, uh, um, you know, an officer of the law or an official of the law, but I, I am definitely a reporter to the audience, and these things have to be talked about. I really like to keep it all things on the basketball court, and so I'll briefly get into it. But Natasha Howard was arrested Monday on a domestic violence charge. She's denied all claims. And so now, you know, she was uh, released on her own recognizance, but she still has to go to court. And it's a rising, it's a very rising issue in the um, WNBA. Now, I noticed most of the young ladies that have these domestic violence cases are still able to participate on the court, all right? And so I think the WNBA has to really shore up their policies when it comes to what's uh, uh, legal and illegal as far as continuing uh, uh, game participation. Because truthfully, in Coach Luke's eyes, when you are charged with these type of charges, I don't believe you should participate on the basketball court because you have so many other things you really have to deal with and much more serious things when it comes to the law and when it comes to doing time behind bars. And so I think, I don't know whether the WNBA, um, most of the time I believe that the WNBA waits till there's a verdict, all right? I think they need to take a little model from the NBA and suspend these players and wait until the verdict is in to let them continue to play basketball. I think they need to take a page. The ladies need to take a page from the men. 
just Coach Luke speaking, because this is a rising um, thing going on in the WNBA, and you're going to have to put a stop to it. Well, I do know Kathy Engelbert is the new commissioner, and so I believe she's going to jump on the scene. She's an excellent, excellent businesswoman, and I believe she's going to jump on the scene because a lot of people in basketball circles is talking about the rise in domestic violence that's going on in the WNBA. And all right, let's get right on back into the good stuff that got, that has to do with basketball, all right? Let's get right back into the good stuff. Okay, so, you know, again, like Coach Luke said, if you want to be a sponsor for the show, if you want to uh, place your ads for your company on All Things Basketball Podcast, hit me up on All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Also, hit me up on All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And leave your information. You got to hit the email button. If you want to be a sponsor or have ads on the show to leave your information on Facebook feed, you got to hit the email button. But on Instagram, you can leave me a message. And either way, I'll get right back to you. Thank you very much. All right, let's continue with this show, episode 32. All right, the new wave, okay? All right. So now what we have is the title of the show, people. What we got now is the title of the show, the new wave, all right? All of the new talent that's coming into the NBA. It's a very phenomenal thing, all right? You got, and you know, and we're not going to leave out last year's rookies. You know, we got a lot of new faces, people, in the NBA. Luka Doncic, you know what I'm saying? A phenomenal player, rookie of the year. Jared Jackson Jr., phenomenal player, all right? We can even go back as far as we just finished talking about guys like Donovan Mitchell, all right? You know, I mean, we've got a lot of great young talent going on, all right? Of course, we got Zion Williamson, you know? We got Zion Williamson. We got Cam Reddish, R.J. Barrett. There's a lot of talent, people, that's coming into the NBA. And so that's why the name of this episode is called The New Wave. The New Wave, there's a lot of great talent. And and, and I'm excited about where the league is trying to go. I'm very excited, and you should be too. I mean, there's got a, it's a strong push. You know I'm in love with that guy, Jackson Hayes. He's on New Orleans uh, uh, Pelicans. Phenomenal player. Phenomenal player. He's an excellent player. And so you got a lot of young talent coming in the NBA, man. A lot of young talent. Cam Reddish is a baller, man. Cam Reddish is phenomenal. Atlanta Hawks, all right? DeAndre Hunter, phenomenal. Baller, man. These guys are, these guys are coming in the league. All right? You can't forget guys like De'Aaron Fox, Sacramento, all right? Kobe White, okay? Man, listen, you got a strong, what's going on is you have a strong new wave of players in the NBA, and man, it is exciting. Because you always, after a while, you kind of get used to the players that's in the league. And I wouldn't say that you plateau with those players, but you do get used to seeing them on a regular basis. And so it's just like anything else in life. You want a new fresh start. You want to see new faces. You want to see new people. And so right now what's going on in the NBA, 
is you got a lot of young guys with a lot of talent, man. John Moran, how could I forget my guy? John Moran, phenomenal, baby. John Moran is a baller. Please don't miss him this season because you know Coach Luke won't. John Moran is a baller, and he's flamboyant and fancy out there. He's really going to put on his show, man. And so you got a lot of guys. Jared Carver. Jared Carver is an excellent player. So you got a lot of great ballers out there, people. You just got a lot of excellent ballers, man. And so that's why the name of this episode is called The New Wave. Because not only am I excited, but these young guys have got everybody excited about what's going to happen in the, in, the, in the NBA coming up. I almost said WNBA because I love me some WNBA. But this is the big baller here, baby. The the NBA. This is the big ballers. And so get excited about this upcoming season and watch all of these new faces and all of these new rookies. I tell you, it's going to be a phenomenal time. Once again, tap in. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'll follow you. Tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and I'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people. All Things Basketball Podcast is for you. Let's go. All right. Very crucial year for one Mr. Kyrie Irving. Very crucial year. I don't even think Kyrie Irving understands how crucial this season is for his career. Like I said before, Kyrie Irving's got to be one of the top two to three finishes in the game. Okay? But one of the things that's happening with Kyrie Irving is the A word. Attitude. No one wants to put up with Kyrie Irving's attitude. He has a diva feel to him. Okay? And again, when my man Mel Crack was here, of course, and we was talking about it, we were both saying he needs to be coached up. He has to be with the right coach. Now, Kenny Atkinson is an excellent coach, and I don't think he's going to take any mess. All right, I think he's a much more sterner coach than Brad Stevens. So he's in the right area. But, you know, he might even clash with Kenny Anderson. Right now, Kyrie Irving hasn't gotten along with coaches, teammates, all right? And I tell you what, when you have a problem with King James, you really got some issues. When you have that type of problem with LeBron James, I tell you, you know, a lot of times you can look at two people, but there's no one that puts it on the line like LeBron James does night in and night out. And so you would want a teammate like that. But Kyrie Irving seems to always have an issue with teammates, coaches, and, and et cetera, et cetera. And so the eyes of the league, like I said before, is on Kyrie Irving. He might think he got the max deal. Well, he did get the max deal. But the eyes of the league are definitely on Kyrie Irving. People are really watching him closely. How is this Brooklyn Nets situation going to go? And, of course, with Kevin Durant sitting out this year, all eyes will be on Kyrie Irving. And, of course, he'll be in the New York area. So Kyrie Irving, the one that I know, uh, the one that I've seen that don't doesn't like interviews, guess what? This is the New York media, baby. And there will be microphones in your face 
every single night. So get used to it. All right. Now he might change his tune. He might uh, get a different outlook on things and start working towards having a better relationship with the media. I'll tell you what, I watch Alan Iverson actually turn into a media darling at the end of his career. He turned into a media darling from the most hated to a media darling. And so there's hope for Kyrie Irving, but this is a crucial year for one Kyrie Irving coming out of the Brooklyn area. Is there any pressure on Anthony Davis? Well, there's always pressure when you go to a story franchise people. Now, Anthony Davis might not feel that pressure right now, but there's always pressure when you go to a storied franchise like the Los Angeles Lakers. That never changes. There's always going to be pressure, all right? Now, does Anthony Davis feel that pressure right now? I don't believe he does. I don't even think he believes that there's going to be any pressure. But once you put on that purple and gold, he will feel all of the pressure this, when you put on that purple and gold jersey, it's going to be like a weight on your shoulders, A.D., and you're going to realize, man, this is not the New Orleans Pelicans. This is a whole different ball game that I'm dealing with right now. And so I believe he will live up to the expectations and perform at a high, high level. I do believe he's going to do very, very well. So I don't think that it's that type of pressure is going to really, he's going to succumb to it. But I do believe there's going to be pressure, and he's going to have to deal with that pressure by performing at a high, high level. Anthony Davis has always performed at a high, high level, and I don't see anything different just because he's in the Los Angeles Lakers uniform. And so you don't have to worry about AD. AD will be just fine. Now, he might start off slow because he's on a new team, a new system, like anyone else. You got to get your feet under you. You got to learn how everybody likes to play. But once AD gets his feet up under him, man, he's going to be off to the races. And AD has got to be in the top four or five players in the game of basketball. So he's not going to have any problem performing at a high, high level. But of course, yes, there's going to be some jitters. There's going to be some pressure on Anthony Davis. All right, there will be pressure, okay? And please don't start losing games in the Lakers uniform because that'll make the pressure mount. But I don't think so. I think the Lakers are easily one or two in the league right now, and they're going to be performing at a high, high level. And guess what? They have an opportunity to hoist that trophy. Well, tap in, baby. Tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'll follow you. Tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit that email button. Leave your information. I'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people. All Things Basketball Podcast is for you. Let's go. Well, all right. Excellent, excellent show. Episode 32. The New Wave. All right? Wonderful, wonderful show. All right? And again, if you want to be a sponsor on the show or you want ads for your company to be on the show, hit me up. All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Leave a message. 
If you want to hit me on Facebook, All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook, hit the email button, leave your information. If you want to be a sponsor or you want your company's ads on the show. Well, okay, people. It's been a ball. As always, I love the support. Thank you to all of the people that download, share, like. It's just a wonderful, wonderful time. Episode 32, and of course, my whole staff, baby. All Things Basketball Podcast staff is phenomenal. They're A1, all right? And so I'll see you guys on Friday, 7 o'clock. Good night. God bless.